Hello, everyone. Hello, dear friends. We are happy to welcome you to the new broadcast on Alasha TV India. And before we start, I would like to remember to those who joined us for the first time, uh, we're happy to welcome you on the broadcast within the project Creative Society. This is the global initiative of people from all over the world. And uh, they're carrying out it in each country, in each language across the globe, because they want to live in a better world where human safety, human life, human freedom has the most priority. And uh, we're discussing with our guests every day this model of creating of creative society. And uh, if you would like to learn more about this project, please visit our website alatrainice.com and you're welcome to participate. Hello, everyone. And before we start, we'd like to remind our viewers that recently we had unprecedented event, the global online conference Creative Society What the Prophets Dreamed Of, which was held on the 20th of March 2021. And this event showed that humanity can unite if we choose to. So let's watch feedback from our viewers about this global conference. On March 20th, 2021, a momentous event took place. For the first time in history, a conference was held where people of different religion and nationality voiced the truth that God is one. While all the separation of our mankind have been made artificially, the time of the truth has come. For the truth is one for all. International Conference, Creative Society, What the Prophets Dreamed Of. More than 45 languages of simultaneous interpretation, nearly nine hours of live broadcasting, thousands of platforms and online broadcasts. People themselves made it possible. With great pleasure, I would like to introduce our valuable guest today. Uh, this is Sam Chia from Singapore. Sam is the executive um, and uh, business coach with more than 25 years of experience in building su successful teams and organizations. Sam uh, not just helps uh, leaders to expand their personal performance, but also partner the leaders and organizations to create a positive infrastructure. Welcome to Alasha TV India, Sam. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation to join uh, the programs here. Yeah. Thank you. So, and for our guests, uh, me is Antonia, and here's also Lexi uh, co-hosting today. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the first question that I would like to ask you, so why did you choose this path? So what inspires you to make this, uh, exactly this task, this job? Right. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting journey. I started my journey uh, as an accountant, actually. Yeah. From accountant, I kind of moved to running businesses. 
And this is during the time that I start uh, building companies, building teams. I, I realized that there's how a leader can impact um, not only the organization, the leaders can impact the community, the society, the family of the people that we lead. And this is where I, I, I kind of uh, put in a lot of uh, time to really understand how a leaders can can contribute, can impact to the societies. And this is where subconsciously I, I kind of prepared myself uh, that this is something I want to do to 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 encourage a good leadership practices so that uh, people can continue to do good, uh, not only driving economic profit as a leader, but really, you know, at the same time, able to take care of the community at large. Yeah. So that, that's how I kind of shifted from a business leader to become a, a coach. It was actually, you know, uh, also uh, connected to the second question. Uh, Alexi, go ahead. <laughs> yes, Sam. So uh, as a coach, yeah, you create positive environment for teams to flourish and to succeed. But what are the most important principles and values or philosophy you make a stress at when you help people to build good teams? Right. Uh, again, one of the fundamental uh, belief I always kind of drive my, my team is really about the basic humanity. Uh, when people ask me to define leadership, I just kind of have a very simple definition. Leaders is, is really practicing some basic humanity about respect, you know, helping your people to grow, uh, providing the support, you know, have empathy. So it, it's really not, a kind of a something very different from ordinary people. You know? So if if leaders can can practice some of this good virtue and a good value, uh, they will be able to create a very successful team, and that translate to a successful organization. So the leaders has a the the it's important for them to create this environment, you know. For, for the people to work, for the people to, to grow, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for sharing it. And mm -hmm. you said before that exactly the humanity uh, mm -hmm. is the most valuable. This is actually what is, um, yeah, what we all have. And this is uh, the principle that everyone knows and understands. Uh, mm -hmm. I would like to offer us and our viewers to watch a little abstract uh, from the conference that took place on 20th of December, that was the previous one. And uh, there was a speaker, Steve D'Onofrio, who uh, shared a wonderful story. And I would like Sam to hear your feedback on it or some comments on it. Please show us this video. I remember a story I heard once a long time ago, and I've changed a little bit because I like it, my ending better. But it goes like this. There was a man, and this man used to go on with his friends, and he'd walk the beaches uh, by the coastline where he lived. And every morning, him and his friends would meet, and they'd go for a walk. One particular morning, the, the man was watching a little boy, and this boy was running from ocean to ocean side, and he was throwing stuff into the ocean. He was so excited. And the man thought, what is this boy doing? 
where's all this energy? Why is this happening? Driven by curiosity, the man went down to the boy and he said, young man, what is it you are doing? And the boy looked up at the man and he said, sir, and he held up a starfish and he said, I'm saving starfish. With a big smile on his face, he threw the starfish as far as he could into the ocean. And he said, see, and the man shook his head, said, oh, boy, you ain't going to make a difference. You see, there's nothing you can do to save all these starfish. There are hundreds of starfish on this beach. And there's hundreds and hundreds of kilometers of coastline. You will never make a difference. The little boy, now looking dejected, picked up another starfish. And he threw it as far as he could. And with almost tears in his eyes, he looked up at the man. And he said, I saved that one. And the man kind of smiled and said, yeah, there's one. But as the man walked away, the boy said this, sir, sir, do you want to save a starfish? And he said, what mean? He goes, yes, it's easy. You pick it up. You tell it not to come back and you throw it as far as you can for the second chance of life. And the man reluctantly, because he felt guilty now, picked up the starfish and he threw it into the ocean. And a smile came across his face. And the boy looked at the man. He said, doesn't that feel better? And the man said, yeah, it does. And he picked up another one. Along then the man's friends came and they said, what are you doing? He said, we are saving starfish, get one. And they picked up a starfish and see before long, the entire beach was full of people throwing starfish back in the ocean. I am not standing in front of or behind anybody. The people on this call, the people listening to this call, the people you've heard from are standing side by side, each doing something together. Yeah, great, great video in my view. And Sam, you know, we, we found your motto on your LinkedIn profile. And this motto says, empower people to create sustainable and meaningful personal and professional growth. Yeah, so you, you as a coach, you as a coach, as a professional coach, what lesson do you see for our humanity in this simple video? Okay, uh, as I watch a video, it kind of uh, the, the things that went through my mind. Yeah, as part of my, my role, I basically help organization to transform culture. You know, the transform culture is not just about top down, you know, the leaders just say change. Yeah, it comes from the people. And this is where, you know, the people from the ground up, uh, normally what we do, we identify champion people who have to share the same belief in the change. And we train those group of people. And these are the group of people to help to spread that message to the organization, that's where transformation will happen. Yeah, same thing with the story of the starfish is that the common people who, who believe it and uh, where they comes together and this where transformation 
will happen. So I, I, I kind of when I look at the story, I look at how we help organization to change. Same thing when we empower the people, it's not about uh, telling them. We, we help them to discover why the change is needed. And uh, from there, we basically help them to leverage their capabilities and uh, leverage whatever they have to empower them to, to drive whatever change that's needed. Yeah. So uh, as, as a coach, uh, basically, uh, this is what we do. We basically empower them. We don't tell them what to do. Uh, we help them to understand why they need to drive the changes and they will bring it forward, you know, if they see that, uh, yeah. Yeah, which I, I kind of uh, see some of what creative society is moving into that approach is, is very similar. Basically, we empower people who share the common vision to, to, to drive the message across, basically. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. This is very interesting comparison. And uh, it's interesting to, to learn from you. In your work, uh, you, you know, for sure you have to set the goals. So in order to move, you need the goal, you know, to have a goal, uh, you, you're moving on. I mean, something <laughs> that yeah. should motivate you. And right. uh, how is it with the society when we talk uh, of a teamwork of us as society, as a human, you know, oriented society world? And so how we can achieve it? So what do you see as professional? Uh, what steps do we need to make? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we help our client to move forward, like you mentioned, I know the goal is a certain target that we want to achieve. But normally, we will help them to see beyond the goal. Again, the ultimate purpose, what are we trying to achieve? Even to achieve the goal, but why you want to achieve the goal? So we want them to really understand the purpose. And same thing, what Creative Society is really driving the message about people need to understand the purpose behind why we are driving that uh, uh, vision of that Creative Society. So it's really helping them to be able to visualize uh, that environment, how people live in that environment. Uh, how people relate to one another. So if you are able to help people to, to better visualize that future, uh, I believe that will, will, will mix the, the, the movement, uh, will be able to move much faster. Yeah, Goal is just not enough. <laughs> you know, probably Absolutely. just a stepping stone, yeah? a step forward, but ultimately it's really about understanding the visions. Yeah. Cool. You explain it very well because, you know, so if I don't understand what benefits I will get and why I need it, <laughs> you know, then this goal will not, you know, uh, you know, serve us. So that will have no, no matter for us. So that's why when we understand also what are the eight foundations of creative society, uh, why uh, this is, you know, the program or this is um, the concept that we need to develop together. But we will come to this question yet, you know, later. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sam, Sam, you are originally from Malaysia, yeah? But now you live in Singapore. Yes. Yeah? To yes. the best of my knowledge, the lives of common people in these neighboring countries differ. And 
There are a lot of other similar examples all over the world. In your opinion, what has led us to the situation when there is no equality in the world and when human lives vastly depend on the country they have been born or they live in? How do you see the way we can build the conditions for an equal society and a world? Right. That that is a very good question. <laughs> that is not easy to answer. Uh, but, you know, both countries started the same. You know, Malaysia, Singapore, you know, they started the journey together. In fact, Singapore break out of Malaysia. Somehow, uh, you know, one country progressed differently from another. Yeah, there are certain uh, lessons uh, we can learn from there. Uh, one of the, the very important lessons, I, I guess, is the uh, which I can resonate with the, the foundation is really about uh, transparency uh, in some of the policies, you know, transparency in some of the uh, decision making in, in, in the place so that will, will, will again create differences uh, because it, it, it for example in the country like Singapore they focus a lot of uh, you know uh, meritocracy is no longer uh, you know uh, everybody have an equal chance in, in the sense that you know, the, the, the best people will, will progress and so and also uh, the other part is really about uh, uh, what I call Also, the, in terms of the justice and equality, if I look at the foundation side, uh, the, the practices, some of the practices might be different in, in both countries. Again, that may create the differences. So if, if I really kind of sum it up, it's really some of the practices by the leaders of the respective country that steer the two different directions of that country, actually. Yeah. But this is uh, Sam. Just a little interruption. This it was uh, exactly the uh, false foundation of uh, creative society about mm -hmm. uh, transparency of information. So that mm -hmm. um, this is actually what we need also today, uh, also to learn from each other. Uh, so mm -hmm. that there are so many creative ideas, so many uh, also technologies that should be available to everyone. But if we don't know about it then we think, <laughs> okay, what can we do? Because sometimes, you know, there is such um, also question, oh, creative society, how, how we will manage to implement it? Oh, oh that sounds utopian. And when we, when we hear it, then this is for me, it's just an obvious sign of lack of information. And that's why I would like to um, propose, you know, to watch one more abstract from the same conference uh, in December. And again, hear your feedback on it. I think it will be very uh, interesting to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, sure. Please show us the cartoon. Elephants are habituated to a rope since childhood. First, they are tied to a tree and an elephant calf trying to escape understands that the rope is many times stronger than him. Then already being a grown-up elephant, he no longer even makes attempts to become free because he understands that the rope, which is stronger than him, will win anyway. And when already a human who, well, the strength of a human and an elephant is incomparable, but an elephant still submits to a human and follows him with his head down, is the same in human society. The whole point, imagine, 
An ordinary human, skinny and little, is leading an elephant on a rope. Why? Because the elephant believes that the rope is holding him. Friends, we have the same thing. Nothing is holding us, except our imaginary rope. And I would simply like to say, friends, let us stop being stupid elephants and let's become humans. Right. Sam, you know that millions of people all over the world, they already admit that we live in the consumer format of society and that we need the change. So mm. just imagine eight billions of people believe that these formats, this invisible rope, which was just mentioned, yeah, is stronger than we are. What would you suggest to empower people to restore their self-confidence? Right, yeah. Uh, this story that we, we use a lot when we try to help our leaders to trans to change uh, in terms of the behavior, because like you say, this is an imaginary rope that's holding them back, uh, even they think it's the right things to do. All right. So again, we, we are using the technology of uh, helping the leaders to change uh, you know, using the same technology, how we can help people to unleash that imaginary ropes, right? So first thing is, uh, we, we need to help them to understand the region, why it's better, you know, to go beyond the rope, you know, you have to get out from the rope in order to experience that difference. And that difference, how does that difference going to impact you? Uh, we, we got to help this person to, to see that they, they, they are the ones who want to break the rope. It's not that you cut the rope for them, they still won't move out from, from that, the, the so-called the, the ring that they, they have been stuck. You know? we, we can't help them. You know? we, we got to get them to understand why they got to move out. And this is where uh, helping the person to really uh, visualize, to, to be able to experience why it's important you know, that the kind of uh, experience they should have outside the, the boundary. And uh, of course, some are more difficult, uh, some are much easier to embrace. So uh, those who have a bit more open mindset, we call that a growth mindset, we are able to you know, use education, use facts to help people to move. Some may have certain fear. Uh, they are more reluctant. And these are the people who we, we need to give them a bit more support to help them to overcome that, the fear of breaking out you know, to that boundary that they've been locking. So human behavior uh, can be changed. You know? It can be changed because it all starts with the mind. Yeah? The mind controls our actions. Isn't it? So if we can change the mind, we help them to see the positive part of the change then the action will follow. So uh, if I just use the same technology <laughs> about that change from why people uh, will, will benefit from the practice of that creative society, yeah, people will change. Yeah. Wow, very, very interesting, Sam. You explained it so well. And you also mentioned before uh, the importance why we need also 
to have an image or to have a really good understanding what we are moving to. And this is actually our main question uh, in all our broadcasts and our interviews, because without setting this goal, uh, we will not be able to, you know, to unite. And this is today very important. So I would like to ask you, uh, how do you envision creative society, the world where you and your family, your next ones, will live mm -hmm. happily and uh, yeah, prosperous life? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh I'm basically kind of a, you know, driving or a kind of a, you know, sharing the, the message. It's not so much of me. I kind of reach certain age, you know, to, 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 to my life. It's more for the future generation. Whatever kind of I'm proposing is really for the future generation. Yeah, I love to have that future generation, to have an environment that they, they, they are being treated equally, they are treated fairly, uh, they have no worry about the basic needs that that has been taken care of, uh, you know. And uh, of course, they have to live in the environment that people have mutual respect. And there's, there's no worry about safety or people uh, are be doing harm to them. So we we, we kind of uh, hope to see an environment that, uh, especially the next generation, they are able to live in a much peaceful. Uh, and also a much, uh, I would say, happy, peaceful and happy environment. Uh, and uh, if we are able to drive some of the uh, message that we can create that, that end goal, uh, where we talk about some of the, the, the ideology and, and the kind of the, the some of the foundation uh, uh, that we're going to drive, I'm sure uh, this will be uh, helpful you know, for, for that new generation, you know, for them to, to, to drive. Of course, uh, as I say, you know, it won't change uh, easily or in a short period of time. Uh, but again, if we have that scale, you know, able to, to, to share the message, we have the masses, and that's where change can happen, you know, if we are able to reach out to, to a, a wider a masses of people who share the same belief, actually. Yeah. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Sam. You know, today more and more people accept the goal of building the creative society as their personal goal. You know, this becomes for them something which inspires them to uh, to exit the circle. You know, to cut the rope for for themselves. And for every goal can be reached only if. Uh, there is a strong foundation for reaching this goal, yeah? For creative society, there is a strong foundation, which we call eight foundations for building the creative society. We know that you are aware of them. Could you please share your view of these foundations, how you see they can, you can benefit from implementation of these foundations as well as the rest of people? Right. Uh, probably I'll share uh, that you know, that's more directly relating to what my work is. Uh, the first one that I, I resonate very well, basically the, the creative ideology uh, about, you know, the basic uh, value about human qualities. Uh, again, like I think, I think Alexei, you mentioned, this is not something new. I mean, this being 
being spread during the early thousands of years. And when I look at it, I, I kind of reflect back about my own value, what brings me to who I am today. And I, I can relate that I was brought up by my grandmother, someone who is not educated from China, a very simple housewife from China, not educated, but she practiced fantastic good human value. Uh, she had a lot of respect, she had kindness, gratitude, and that's how she built uh, her connection and uh, with the people and how she became a successful uh, a business lady herself. So she created, sorry, she created the creative society and the small unit of our society in the family, right? <laughs> yes, uh, within she has so influenced within our family, not only the direct families, the relatives and all. People have a lot of respect for her because of her practice. And I can relate uh, back to to some of her practice to what uh, Alexis says. I'm sure you heard about Confucius teaching. Confucius is a philosopher yeah. uh, sure, about sure. 500 BC, yeah, a very famous philosopher. And he talked about five very common basic values. We talk about a, a, a character called Ren. Ren is talk about benevolent, you know, about empathy, about giving, you know. And then the other word he talk about E, that talk about having the right, that means making the right decision, doing the right thing, for example, even safeguarding the nature uh, that, and also the safeguarding the humanity, the basic right that you need to protect. And the third he talk about Li, Li is about uh, having a uh, respect, you know, following the culture practices. And uh, another uh, virtue they talk about zi is talk about wisdom. And the last they talk about xing is talk about integrity. So we have been learning all this. You know, the, the teaching has been in years, in aging. I mean, it's just that over the years, people tend to forget about some of this basic humanity uh, teaching that we have by our forefather. People kind of lose track because of the economics, profit, they are driven for self-personal advantages. So sometimes human, some of them, people just lost track in their journey. And uh, I think this is a good reminder, you know, that foundation about the creative uh, ideology, which I, I strongly believe because I embrace a lot of this value. Uh, similarly, I translate that to the leaders you know, about integrity, about respect. So these this are some basic uh, value that uh, people should, uh, what we call practice. Because all these leaders, they have more impact. They impact a lot of people. So if they, they can do it well, they help to, to, to have these really good practices. Yeah? So that, that's one part about that creative ideology that I can resonate very well. And the other part of talk about the development of personality again is uh, as a coach, I believe everybody has that capability. Uh, you know, uh, they have their own uh, full potential that they, they can be able to reach, and we have to give them the opportunities to 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 grow. We got to give them uh, the support, the support for them to move forward. So we we everyone can be the best version of themselves. Again, sometimes they are hold back by belief, by the environment they are in. So uh, as a coach, again, I'm helping them to 
you know, to move forward uh, so that they can be the best. They may not be as rich or, or, or the best people in the world, but they can be the best version of themselves. This is already a, a, a good step for them, you know, to, to, to aim for because they can't control others. They can control themselves. <laughs> yeah. So just shape them to be the best version of themselves, having that, that, you know, have the right skill, have the right value. And uh, that's where they can, you know, contribute back to the nature, contribute back to the society. Yeah. So I, I say I'm very passionate about the human part. <laughs> of what I'm doing and that resonated very well, you know, with the two foundations. Uh, Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing it, Sam. This is very interesting because also, you know, it just came to my mind that if you want to have a better society, then we need to be better. <laughs> yeah, we have to be the best of our own self before we can reach out to others. But indeed, you also mentioned before that it will be not possible if we have such a problems as hunger, as wars, and where mm. people cannot afford them, even just the simple necessities for the living, we cannot expect people uh, think of the personal growth if they have no yeah. conditions for it. That's why these both aspects, uh, concentrating on the human values, uh, prohibiting everything negative and violence and any, you know, uh, actually any, any negative that uh, divide us, but also right. creating the conditions where people have free education, free healthcare, and they're not worried about tomorrow because the uh, economical situation, uh, you know, as 10 years before is now, it's not stable. We, we don't know what will come tomorrow. So we really need to create this stability. And as you mentioned also before, this um, uh, unifi unifying goal and also understanding of these benefits, when we understand that these eight foundations are in interest of all of people, then it will be really easy to achieve. The question, how? <laughs> because we are eight vegan people. So if someone would come to you, so Sam, what can I do about creative society? How we can spread this idea? How we can achieve this goal? What would you say? Well, uh, everyone can play a small part. Like I say, just by sharing the messages alone uh, to create awareness. And second, you know, like I mentioned, some of this humanity practice that, yeah, you can just to play your part to, uh, you know, to, to support those who are lagging behind, for example. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, the, the human, there's a certain basic needs about their, their I mean, the food, housing, and uh, the medical condition. These are some basic needs. And if you see someone who, who do not have that, if you have the ability, why don't you, you can help, you know, you play a small part. If everyone can play a small part, to lift up the rest of the people, I'm sure we can, you know, uh, achieve that goal uh, that in the long term, yeah. So you don't have to be uh, big steps uh, in the sense, you know, you're just spreading the message, do uh, whatever you can play the, the role, yeah. So just just for myself, you know, uh, I mean, besides coaching leaders, I, I also work with, uh, for example, uh, ex-offender, someone who may have done something wrong in the past, but we have to give them opportunity to 
you know, to reconnect back with society. So I basically uh, also work with them. You know, I coach them in, in terms of uh, returning back to societies. Uh, I work with uh, leaders who run uh, uh, welfare homes, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're leaders who, who look after, like I said, the welfare homes, the elder care homes. So these, these are the people who may not have that privilege, the opportunity like the rest. So by everyone, we can play our part to help to lift up some of this. So gradually, we try to bring a little bit of equality in the journey. Like I said, it won't happen overnight, but everybody just play a small part. I guess that disparity will not be that great. Yeah. But, you know, if you just a little more details, because, you know, there are three steps of achieving this goal. <laughs> and you described really perfectly the first step, uh, which is the informing people about the eight foundations about the creative society, that it's not a dream, but it is already happening. Because mm. the most of, of uh, countries of the world, they have the same uh, principles of democratic, uh, you know, uh, elections. And mm. in order to implement these eight foundations that actually are the wish of people <laughs> all over the world, because uh, on a lot of international public movement, there were social surveys that uh, were dedicated in the last uh, 10 years and we talked to people across the globe that said the same you know just in different words but the same principles and in order to achieve them we need this majority of us uh, of electorate who will just create the political demand and say hey guys <laughs> we want to see them in our constitution in a practical mm -hmm. way not just the declaration that will say mm -hmm. yeah you know this is nice idea but we need really to have it in a praxis and to see these changes so that we really in the 21st century can enjoy mm -hmm. our life, not survive, not uh, enslave people and not uh, using them, but really, you know, create the planet that we can live for the next generations. Right, right. Yes, and this goal, this goal is huge. Yeah, uh, I don't even know, <laughs> there is nothing uh, you know, uh, bigger than this, and mm. in order to um, in order to make this a reality, we all should be united. You know, we all should act together. We all should stand next to each other. Mm. And yeah, we we touched this subject, this topic, many times during our live conversation today. But this question is so important that we are obliged to ask you about this. Um, We've been asking people for more than nine years this simple question. In your opinion, what unites all people in the world, regardless of their nationality, religion, statuses, language, affiliation, faith, etc.? Just something which can unite everyone. Mm. Well, that, that is a, a, a question. Again, I come back to humanity. What, what do humans want? at the end of the day is really having you know some peaceful living you know having you know uh, uh, the basic needs are uh, being taken care living in a, a safe environment so again that to me come back to the, the 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 foundation of you know that common humanity uh, that people should have you know so if that probably the the, the things that we will uh, be able to get people to unite that kind of the basic uh, humanity needs. Uh, again, 
different people may have been driven for different uh, economic purpose. But really, what if I can see that unite people is really about you know having that uh, safety, having that the peaceful life, having that uh, living in the environment that uh, are not disrupting us. You know? So. Uh, not easy, <laughs> say Alexi, this this question, yeah. yeah. But what unites? So what uh, are these basics uh, that unite all of us? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the well, environment, the whole whole environment that we 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 can uh, you know live in in an environment that uh, with less, like say, without orders. First, of course, for the internal part with. Uh, a, a country who, who is without all this discrimination, a country who, who is, you know, with no corruptions. So that that's from my internal part. From my external, is is kind of a living environment, like you say, is be safe. That you know, uh, that decent uh, basic needs are are being protected. So, yeah. Maybe so my needs are story. quite different. <laughs> no, no, yeah. uh, this is exactly the, you know, uh, if we uh, talk about uh -huh. the value of human life, which is the first uh -huh. and main foundation, because all the next uh -huh. foundations are actually, you know, going into uh -huh. deep of this one bigger, uh, and we want, we people <laughs> want to implement them all. So not just yes. separate this one and this one. No, this is actually yeah. the whole program we need to see. And exactly as you say, say, you know, actually we have only one home and this is only one planet and mm. we can make really beautiful place to live. And uh, we today, we talk that we're actually embracing uh, today uh, half of a planet because we are located in different uh, places. Yeah, <laughs> You're in yeah. Singapore, I'm sitting in Berlin, Alex in the Ukraine, and our uh, dear technical support in completely different part uh, in Russia. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we have so much in common, also united by this goal. Uh, in order to inform more people, I'd like to ask you whom you would like to uh, recommend or invite uh, invite to the next live broadcast mm -hmm. yeah if uh, there's someone that comes to my mind is the gentleman uh, who I know almost like 30 years uh, he's a professor I call him Professor Sata uh, he's an author and also a social uh, activist uh, I can see that uh, he is always you know stand up speaking for inequality if he finds something that's not right he will voice out. Uh, I, I believe he will resonate pretty well with some of the foundation that uh, we will be, you know, uh, promoting or sharing. Yeah, it's someone that I will certainly will, will share with him, you know, that uh, what the foundation is doing. And hopefully I can, you know, connect him, you know, to have an interview with, with the team here. Yeah. Right. Great. Really, thank you. Thank you. I hope that you will also uh, watch our interview and we are happy to uh, see him as our guest next time. Uh, thank you very much, Sam, for your understandings, for sharing your experience and vision how we can achieve uh, this goal. And uh, these six handshakes of connection sales, as a, it was a theory that was a, an experiment in the 20th century, so that we are all, you know, united by one goal. This is actually the small world phenomenon. So that we are all connected. And it was a pleasure to talk to you today. 
looking forward to get news from you again and thank you very much thank you very much for being with us today yeah thank you thank you antonia and thank you alexi for for the invitation today thank you sam very much and we would like to remind our viewers that the creative society project has inspired millions of people all over the world already and this number is growing every day because creative society is what we all want so if you would like to know more about the project please visit alatrionights.com website and if you'd like to join please just go to the website and press the red join us button join millions of people who also strive to make global change and this change is possible only in a unity in unity of all people you are very welcome to join Yes, and we're looking forward to get uh, news from you, friends. And we have you. We, we wish you a nice day, and to you, uh, Sam, already good night. <laughs> yeah, thank you. thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.